Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today, we will unlock the book, The Rise and Fall of the Dinosaurs. This book details the complete history of dinosaurs from when they first evolved to their extinction. This detailed history allows us to follow the entirety of one of the most fascinating epochs of Earth's history. When it comes to dinosaurs, many people would think of the movie Jurassic Park. And though Spielberg consulted with experts and did an amazing job of reconstructing what dinosaurs looked like, it was, after all, just a movie. So what did real dinosaurs look like? Were they the jeep-stomping monsters from the big screen or were they more complex than that? How were they born, what were their daily lives like, and where did they go? These are the questions that we answer in this bookie. If you want to know the truth about dinosaurs, then today's bookie is the right choice. The author of this book, Steve Brzat, is an accomplished paleontologist. Over the years, he has traveled the globe, discovering and studying various dinosaur fossils. Brzat combined both his own research and excavations with previous studies and discoveries in paleontology to create this detailed history of dinosaurs. This book is a new epic of the lost world, which reconstructs the tale of the dinosaurs from their emergence to their golden age and finally their decline. It is not only an exciting journey and scientific stories, but also an anthem of evolution written in fossils. Next, we will summarize the main content of the book The Rise and Fall of the Dinosaurs in three parts. Part 1, The Dawn of the Dinosaurs. Part 2, The Age of the Dinosaurs. Part 3, The End of the Dinosaurs. Part 1, The Dawn of the Dinosaurs. 250 million years ago, the Earth was in the Permian period. In what is now the country of Poland, the snow-covered Holy Cross Mountains towered over their surroundings. Rushing rivers washed them, flowing through vast coniferous forests, into basins flanking the mountains and forming lakes of various sizes. These bodies of water acted as oases. They provided shelter from the heat and wind and thus attracted all kinds of life. At this moment, a small dicynodont was in the mud, intently searching for tasty plant rhizomes. This meal was not to be, as the shadow of a gorgonopsian fell across the small herbivore. The Gorgonopsian was the dominate predator of this era, about the size of a bear, with teeth sharp as swords. In addition to these two ancient beasts, the Dicenodont and its hunter shared the same continent with slimy salamanders. A far cry from the small amphibians we know today, these were the size of dogs and subsisted on fish. They are joined by a type of stocky beast called pariasaurs, who waddled around on all fours with knobby skin, a front-heavy build, and a general brutish appearance. The Earth at this time is the world of sprawlers. But the calm, down-to-earth world of the sprawlers was not to last. As we enter the late Permian, the Earth's interior began to churn and change. Streams of magma spewed out from the bottom of Siberia and poured out along massive volcanoes. It lasted for hundreds of thousands of years, possibly even more. The magma flooded millions of square miles of land, finally covering an area comparable in size to the entirety of Western Europe. Cooled magma from this time can still be seen in the form of the black basalt rocks that cover modern-day Siberia. With the magma came destruction and the world soon changed beyond recognition. Volcanic ash and toxic gases were emitted into the atmosphere, causing global air pollution and blocking the sun. 
plants were unable to photosynthesize. One after another, they began to wither and die. The herbivorous pariasaurs and dicynodonts starved from the lack of plants. As the herbivores disappeared, the carnivorous gorgonopsians also began to starve, and thus the entire ecosystem collapsed. The cataclysm didn't stop there, the falling dust brought acid rain, and what little vegetation remained was further eroded away, causing mudslides. And these were just the short-term effects. In the long term, the large amount of carbon dioxide released from the volcanic eruptions intensified the greenhouse effect, and the whole earth boiled. This carbon dioxide was dissolved into seawater, increasing its acidity. This in turn dissolved the shells of many marine organisms. This process resulted in the release of a large amount of oxygen from the ocean, leaving little for the marine creatures living in it. In the end, about 90% of the planet's species died out. This event marks the closest our world has ever come to seeing the complete extinction of all life. Eventually, things started to improve, the volcanic eruptions stopped, halting the production of magma, dust, and carbon dioxide. The world stabilized. Plants began to grow again, herbivores had sufficient food, and their numbers gradually increased. Carnivores once more had creatures to feed upon and slowly the ecosystem began rebuild itself. However, these radical changes meant that novel species with unique features were beginning to emerge and thrive in this new world. One group of reptiles developed the ability to walk upright. They ran faster than their ancestors, and were more efficient while hunting. These were the archosaurs. This adaptation allowed them to prosper and they represent the first big evolutionary step towards dinosaurs. After entering the Triassic period, the humble archosaurs began to embark on a path of diversification. They first split into two branches the Pseudosuchians and the Avemetatarsalians. Our modern-day crocodiles are descendants of the early Pseudosuchians, while dinosaurs would appear in the Avemetatarsalians. However, if you saw one of the first Avemetatarsalians, the Parotodactylus, you probably wouldn't be running away Jurassic Park style. They were about the same size as today's house cats and extremely lightweight. It had long hind legs and small forelegs, and it could run quickly. At first, this type of protodinosaur was relatively rare. But they soon diversified into an array of different species, and also increased in size. By 246 million years ago, a pint-sized version of Tyrannosaurus rex as big as a wolf appeared. They grew fast, possessed an incredible amount of energy, and ran through territories as far-flung as Poland, France, Germany, and even Africa. After 16 million more years of evolution, the dinosaurs officially made their debut. The first true dinosaurs stepped out into a world we wouldn't recognize as Earth. Instead of the seven continents we know there was a single supercontinent scientists have named Pangaea. The climate was like a sauna, humid and devilishly hot. There were tropical regions that would make the Amazon seem like a city park, a desert bigger than the Sahara, and world-spanning megamonsoons. It was in this deadly world that the first dinosaurs such as the Herosaurus and Eoraptor appeared. Much like the protodinosaurs, before them, these creatures were small and light. Compared to their contemporaries, it's almost a miracle that they managed to survive at all. If you were a frail little primitive dinosaur, you would want to avoid freshwater shorelines at all costs. Metasoporus would be lurking in the shadows. Their head was the size of a coffee table and they had hundreds of sharp teeth. 
Their jaws could snap shut like a toilet seat, and they could finish a dinosaur in just a few bites. You'd also have to be careful of Macaroprosopus, a type of phytosaur. This predator, which is larger than a motorboat, was also keen to ambush. Of course, the title of top predator must belong to the Roasukians. Some members of this group could grow up to 25 feet and can bite bones in half with one snap. In their 30 million years of coexistence with these monsters, dinosaurs were not remotely their equal. The turning point came with the first big separation of Pangaea. Movement of magma within the Earth's crust began pushing what is now North and South America away from what would become Asia and Africa. The supercontinent was literally split in two and literal tsunamis of magma spewed forth out from the cracks. By the time things eventually settled down, more than 30% of the species had disappeared completely. When the volcanoes and earthquakes ceased, new species came to the forefront. Ferns and ginkgo replaced the once-abundant broadleaf conifers and giant salamanders were almost completely extinct. The early dinosaurs' powerful rivals, the Pseudosuchians, and even the once-almighty Roasuchians had almost all died out. The new top predator spot was occupied by only primitive protocrocodiles. However, the dinosaurs had not only survived the disaster, but also developed new subgroups. According to fossil records, before the eruption of magma, dinosaur remains accounted for only about 20% of the total population of the world's species. After the fracturing of Pangaea, this number increased to 50%, and new types of fossilized dinosaur footprints, dating from this time period, can be seen. When the world was reduced to hell, it seems that the dinosaurs thrived and diversified. Maybe it was luck, or perhaps there was some as of yet undiscovered quirk of evolution. Regardless, the dinosaurs who survived the catastrophe stepped out of the ashes and strode into this empty new world, embarking on a journey of conquest. And so we come to the end of the first part. We've reviewed how dinosaurs first evolved and how they came to occupy a dominant position. Firstly the environment has changed drastically because of the volcanic eruption in the end of Permian period and some reptiles began to walk upright, these were the archosaurs. The archosaur evolved into two branches, the Pseudosuchians and the Avemetatarsalians, the latter of which evolved into dinosaurs. The first dinosaurs were small, relatively weak, and were far from the most powerful animal in their environment. However, another volcanic cataclysm rewrote their story. The dinosaurs survived the disaster and gradually began to dominate the world. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.